Luke chapter 5, I'm going to read from verse 1 onwards. So it was, as the multitude pressed about him to hear the word of God, that he stood by the lake of Gennesaret and saw two boats standing by the lake. But the fishermen had gone from them and were washing their nets. Then he got into one of the boats, which was Simon's, and asked him to put out a little from the land. And he sat down and taught the multitudes from the boat. When he had stopped speaking, he said to Simon, launch out into the deep and let down your nets for a catch. Praise be to God. Please pray this prayer after me. Lord, open my eyes to see your truth. Lord, open my ears to hear your truth. Lord, open my mind to receive your truth. Lord, open my heart to keep your truth. Let me be a doer of your word and not a hearer only. Let me bring forth much fruit to the praise and glory of God the Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Speak, Lord. I will listen and obey. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. Launch out into the deep and let down your nets for a catch. Launch out into the deep and let down your nets for a catch. There's a word from the Lord that God is giving to his people, to our church, in this month of August. Two important words here. One is launch. Two is catch. Launch and catch. Now, when you look at the word launch, if you write, if you're taking notes, if you are looking at the word launch, you can write launch and put a hyphen and put where. Where to launch? And you write the word catch. What are you going to catch and with what? We have to understand these things before we get what God has for us in this month of August. It's the promise. It's a prophecy. It's a prophetic word from God. But God says, I have something for you to give, something substantial for you to give, something eternal that will come through what I give, even though it may be something connected to the earthly realm. God says it is connected to your doing. Your receiving is connected to your doing. I want to repeat it. Your receiving is connected to your doing. That means... Your determination in fulfilling what God has called you to do will take you into a place of success. Your determination in doing what God has called you to do 
in doing it will take you into a place of success that God has for you. So if you're taking notes, write this down. God has a place of success for me. You call that your Canaan. God has a place of prosperity for me. You call that your Canaan. God has a place of eternal dividends for me. You call that your Canaan. God has a place where God himself is there to make sure that you prosper spiritually, physically, materially, emotionally, and relationally so that you can bring glory to God. And you call that place your Canaan. There is a place. There is a place called Canaan. And that place has been prepared by God And whatever must come from that land has already been ordered by God. This is the voice of the Holy Spirit that is speaking at this hour. The milk and honey that needs to come from that land has been commanded by God. God has commanded that land to produce, to yield, to give to the people of God, that God will bring them to the land called Canaan, a place that has been prepared by God to have his people to be established there in that place. God is speaking to our hearts at this hour. As God is bringing us into this month of August or has brought us to the first day of this month of August and he's going to bring us further into it. He wants you to do something in order for you to get something. Without doing, there's no getting, there's no inheriting. Jesus looked at Peter and he said, launch out into the deep and let down your nets for a catch. Launch out into the deep. Do this, Peter. In the place of Peter, put your name there. God is looking at your face this night and he's saying this. Do this. And you will inherit what I have for you, which is your Canaan. If you want to inherit the blessings of God, the Canaan that God has for you, you need to get up from where you are and get to where God wants you to be and do what he has called you to do in order for him to take you into your blessing that God has for you. God is speaking to our hearts this night. Launch out into the deep. Are you willing to launch out into the deep? There are people who gives, there are people who give hundred thousand excuses as to why they can't launch out. I can't do this because I don't have the means for it. I can't do this because I'm simply not able to do it. I can't do this because I don't feel like doing it. I can't do this because Somebody is not letting me do this. I can't do this because there's this I can't and because that actually holds them back from going forward. Your determination to inherit what God has for you will actually determine or define whether you're going to get what God has for you or whether you're not going to get what God has for you. And God is speaking to our hearts this evening your very own excuse that you bring before you to say that 
I'm not doing what God is telling me to do because of this. Understand this. The very same excuse will keep you from your blessing. What is Satan using in your life to keep you from going forward? Whatever you know that you need to do, whatever God has called you to do, are you thoroughly doing it? Have you stepped out of your comfort zone? Have you put yourself in a place where you know God has called you to put yourself? God is calling you to launch out into the deep. God is saying, if I am calling you to go to a land that is flowing with milk and honey, you need to get up and get out of Egypt. Your Canaan I have for you, the land that has been prepared has been prepared by God. You can't cause a land to yield milk and honey for you. That's the work of God. But getting up and getting out of Canaan, getting up and getting out of Egypt, I should say, is something that you can do. Crossing the wilderness is something you can do. Crossing over the Red Sea is something that only God can cause you to do. Remember, always remember, there's this partnership that is there on this side of eternity where a man or a woman partners with God. You do your part and God does his part. You do the possible, he does the impossible. And together, you make history with God. Laziness will clothe a person with rags, the Bible says. And a person who gives excuses will never inherit what God has for them. Never. A person who gives excuses and is full of excuses will have many desires, but not a single one of them will be fulfilled. Because the very excuses keeping them from inheriting what God has for them. God is speaking to their hearts at this hour. This month is a blessed month. This month is a victorious month. This month is a God-glorifying month that will bring bring great satisfaction to all those who will launch out into the deep. You need to launch out into the deep. You need to launch out into the deep. And then you need to let down your nets. There is this key component here that the Spirit of the Lord is bringing to us this night. The key component here is expectation. If you're taking notes, write this down. If you're doing whatever God is calling you to do without expectation, which equals faith. Forget about what you're doing. Because it's not going to yield any result. Jesus told Peter this. You are going to catch. You're going to get something. You're going to get a good catch. You do what I'm telling you to do. The result is going to be astounding. Based on what... Jesus said, Simon Peter, 
responded to the words of the Lord Jesus Christ with faith. Even though I'm not the one who can bring fish from the sea, even though I don't have the capacity to command the fish to come to the location where I want them to come in order for me to make a living, this Jesus Christ says something that is beyond my understanding, but I know that it is true. How many of you can say that? What God is calling me to do is beyond my understanding, but I know that the result is going to be astounding and it is true. When God is telling you to do something, when your mind doesn't understand, know that it's okay. It's okay when your mind doesn't understand because many times what God calls you to do will not make sense to you because we as human beings don't have enough sense to comprehend what God has for us. It's not that what God says doesn't make sense. No, we don't have enough sense to understand what God calls us to do because his wisdom is vast and ours is limited. So when God tells us to do something, it may not make sense to us because we don't have enough sense to understand what God is telling us to do. It's okay for us to go ahead and still do it when it doesn't make sense to us. Because we don't have enough sense to understand what God, the creator, was all wisdom is calling us to do. Launch out into the deep. Because where you're sitting, the way you're sitting is not going to get you anything. It's going to keep you in a state of emptiness. It's going to keep your boat empty. It's going to take you home empty. God is speaking to your hearts at this hour. You're looking for spiritual progress? Do your part. You're looking for financial success? Do your part. You're looking for the salvation of your loved ones? Do your part. You launch out into the deep and let down your nets. You know there are people who will say, yes, I'll launch out into the deep and the whole way they'll be fighting with God. And when it's time for them to let down their nets, they'll say, God, if it's you and you want to do it, you let down the nets. I came all the way here, you do it. Well, you go home empty. When God calls you to do something, know that it is a favor that he's doing for you. You're not doing him a favor. He's doing you a favor. If you want God to bless you, you be where God is working. If you want God to prosper you, you take the steps that you need to do. If Peter would have just stopped. And he would have just said, Master, We've toiled all night and caught nothing. And he would have just stopped there and he would have said, I'm too exhausted, Lord. I know all about this. Maybe tomorrow I'll try. I'm so tired. I'm going home. I'm so glad you were able to use my boat. I'm so glad that I was a blessing to you. And so... God saw that and he has rewarded me already. I'm going back home empty. Even if I go back home empty, I know God will take care of my wife and my kids. I have faith. I'm going back home. So Jesus, you continue with your preaching. By the way, do you need my boat tomorrow? 
Are you going to be here tomorrow? Many Christians are like that. Self-sufficient, even though their boat is empty, they act as if nothing is wrong. On one hand, they say, oh, my boat is empty. I toiled all night. But you know what? I'm okay with it. I don't need it. You know, there are people, they ask them, how are you feeling? Do you need prayer? I'm okay. God takes care of me. Those are not words of faith. Those are words of pride. When you have a problem, it's important to understand that especially when someone is standing before you who has the power from God to relieve you from that problem, that humility has to be there to say, I am in need of you, Lord. Peter had that. He was able to say, Lord, I was not able to catch anything. Well, I'm a zero, Lord. But because you're telling me to do this, I'm going to do it. You know why? Because I want fish. (laughs) Because I know you can give me fish. That's a very honest person. See, when God calls someone, he doesn't call randomly. He knows. He sees the hearts and he knew that this guy will one day turn the world upside down. God is going to take him, take this clay, and he's going to make this clay into a vessel of honor. And Jesus came to him. Selection process. Don't think that everyone Jesus came to automatically became an apostle. No. The rich young ruler had the same opportunity that Simon Peter had. He went away. He went away. Because his heart was in the wrong place. His priorities were wrong. His priorities were wrong. Jesus said, you'll have riches in heaven. But he said, you know what? It's too much, Lord. It costs me too much. It costs my time. It costs my energy. It costs my sleep. And it'll cost my whatever. And it'll cost me, Lord. Well, if you want something precious, then it will cost you, remember. If you're not willing to pay the price, then you're not going to receive it, remember. If you want to catch, if you want your boat to overflow with fish, then you have to get up and launch out into the deep. When? When is the question? When? When you're worn out, when you're physically worn out, when your body is so tired, after working all night and giving your boat, to the Messiah. The launching out after that is paying a price. Not because Jesus can get some fish and fry and eat for himself. No. It's for Peter and his family. God wants to bless you. Write this down. God wants to bless me. Am I willing to pay the price? In order for me to get the abundant blessing that he has for me. And when you compare the boat full of fish he got. Taking that one more trip to the sea. With all the pain he had was worth it. Was worth it. Was worth it. When you look at it. It was all worth it. On Jesus end. It was all worth it for him. 
after such a busy day, after giving the word to all the people and healing all the people, Jesus was so exhausted, more exhausted than Peter. Because Peter was not talking and healing. Peter went to the sea and he was looking for fish. Everywhere he cast his net, it came back empty. That's what Peter was doing. It was hiring for him. They imagine Jesus talking and talking and talking. So much exertion. And praying for all the people. And after that he says, I'm going to do this for Peter. Why? Because Jesus knew. Once Peter sees this, he's going to leave everything and follow Jesus. Because a greater call, a greater call, a call within the call. Write this down. The call of God that comes to us, comes to us carrying another call. The first call is a call from God, but then there's another call that comes within that call. When will you understand and when will you receive the big call when you obey, do your part when the first call comes to you. Jesus came and said, launch out into the deep and let down your nets. Many times when God wants to give you a big blessing before that, he'll ask you to do something. It'll really stretch you. When you're not able to get up and go, he'll say, get up and go. At that time, when you say, Lord, I'm so exhausted, God will call us to do things when our body is in excruciating pain, where our body will say, oh, it'll be good if I can lay down. But you know what? When your spirit is after God, your spirit will say a stern no to that body. It's not an option at all. It is not an option. Jesus was so exhausted. With that, he had something in mind. That's the same thing that drives me as God's servant here to do what God has called me to do. Because the spirit of God in me sees that there are people here who will turn out to be like how Peter turned out to be. To do great and mighty things for the almighty God. And that is the reason why this call is coming tonight. Through God's servant to each one of you. Just like how it came through Jesus Christ to Peter. Launch out into the deep. And let down your nets for a catch. You're saying you're very tired. The Lord who is telling you to do that, he's all the more tired. With all the exhaustion he had. He's looking for the good of Peter. He says, Peter, I've called you for something glorious. Peter, I want to give you something eternal. Peter, you're going to rule and reign with me forevermore. Peter, Peter had no idea. Jesus didn't come and tell Peter, Peter, I'm going to do this to you and, and, uh, you're going to become a disciple and you're going to be with the son of God. 
for three and a half years, go wherever he goes and see the dead race and blind eyes open and the deaf ears hear and you're going to see all these things. And then you're going to become an apostle one day. And finally, they're going to crucify you upside down. And this is what is going to happen to you. Are you willing to come after me? Jesus didn't say that. You know why? Because Satan will cause people to not look at three and a half years of being with the Son of God. It's all exciting things, but you know, the eyes will go straight to being crucified upside down. And Satan will say, oh no, find someone else, Lord. But they all like the Nice prophecy which says three and a half years you're going to be with the son of God and you're going to be the apostle and and when you preach so many people are going to get saved and you're going to be in the upper room and oh your shadow is going to heal people and oh Peter he will want to jump for that. But when it comes to being crucified upside down oh not me Lord. Peter was not ready for that. He was someone who denied the Lord before. This is why God never tells us everything. We can't handle it. But there's a call that comes within the call of God, which is priceless. Now Peter in heaven will be rejoicing. Oh, Lord, I thank you so much for the way you came and spoke to me and how you handled me. Because of that, I am among the 12 disciples who are there in heaven with you. Peter was someone who wrote portions of the New Testament through the Spirit of God. What a great call that came to him. He never knew when Jesus came and said, launch out into the deep. How many of you are getting the call of God? You have no idea that within that call, there's a greater call. You have no idea. It's okay. If you don't know everything, because we won't know everything. And thank God we are not revealed everything. God gives us what we need to know. Just enough for us to digest. So that we can grow stronger in him to be able to handle what God has for us. How many of you have received the call of God? Even if you don't know, but you won't know until you respond to the call of God. How many of you are willing to respond? what God is calling you to. Are you willing to launch out into the deep? Well, God knows you know what deep means. God knows you know how to let down your nets. God knows you know what the word catch means. God knows that you know the meaning for launch out also. What is the Spirit of God trying to tell you this hour? He's telling you, I'm telling you to do something that you can understand and you can do something that's doable. Not telling you to do the impossible. Jesus didn't come to Peter and say, Peter, I want you to go and catch men. Come on, let's go. No. He came and told him something that he can do, something that he can understand. But that call had something within itself, which is a greater call. A greater call. 
Do you understand the glory of God? Do you understand the glory of the cross? Every time we sing, Lord, we need your glory. We need your glory. Do you understand the weight of the glory of God? Do you understand that God is calling you to experience his glory around? And every time we sing, take me, Lord, take me, Lord, into your glory realm. Draw me, Lord. Are you willing to go when God is drawing you? You have a sense of urgency to be drawn into the glory realm of God Almighty. Because he's saying now is the time. Now is the time. I want you to launch out into the deep, not tomorrow, because Jesus won't be there tomorrow, Peter. Peter realized that. He's asking me to do now. So all of you who are hearing the voice of the Holy Spirit at this hour, put away every excuse that is from the pit of hell. Because it is your snare. Your own excuse is your snare. Your own excuse will keep you from the call of God that God has for you because the first call contains a greater call within itself. Whatever God is telling you to do, do it. The Lord spoke to us yesterday during our Sunday service. How God first called Moses By causing the burning bush to appear in front of him. That was his first call. Moses paid attention to it and he turned aside and you hear the Lord talk to him. As soon as God told Moses to take off his sandals and Moses did it, then you had further instructions from God. Which drew him into the call of God that God had for him. That's how Moses became the Moses we all know and love. That's how he became the friend of God. Jesus called Simon Peter. And you know what happened to Simon Peter? He became the friend of Jesus. Jesus said, I no longer call you my disciples. I call you my friends. There's a clause to it. If you do whatever you tell me, whatever I tell you to. Did Simon Peter know when Jesus said launch out into the deep? Did Simon Peter know when Jesus Christ called Simon to launch out into the deep, to let down the nets, that he was going to become the friend of God the Son, the Lord Jesus Christ? No. There's a call that comes within the call. And that call will say, I want to show you more. I want to take you deeper. I want to take you further. There's something far glorious that will 
endure forever. God is speaking to our hearts at this hour. Launch out into the deep. Being a disciple is the first step and that call that God calls is to take your sandals off. Very thing that you think that protects your feet, God says take it off because it carries filth. You cannot bring into the presence of God. The very thing that you think that needs to cover your heart, I want to put it as a guard or my heart and not be open in the presence of God, God says, take it off. Take off every form of pretense in the presence of God. The Holy Spirit is speaking in this hour. Take every form of self-image off. Remove that mask off. Take those sandals off. Put away hypocrisy. Take it off. Take off everything that will defile you and that is defiling you. But you're holding on to it, thinking that it is your protection, not in the presence of God. Not in the presence of God. God is speaking to our hearts at this hour. You know, God called Moses. Moses became God's friend. When God says, my servant Moses, it's a huge term, understand that. Any place God says, my servant, is a huge term. It bears a lot of weight. Same goes for the word man, man of God. When God says, this is my man. Or the man of God that equals the servant of God. Who stands before God. To carry out God's order. Not everyone can stand before him. So it's a big thing. Not everyone gets to go into the White House. It's a big thing. The call of God is a big thing. Those who enter the call of God and keep it is a big privilege. And this Moses became God's friend. God says, my servant, Moses. He says, I talked to him. A man would talk to his friend. These are not the words of Moses where God, where Moses says, well, God talks to me like he would talk to a friend. No, God says this. It bears all the more weight. Same goes for Peter. Peter didn't say, well, I'm the friend of Jesus. No, Jesus says, you're going to be moved from being a disciple to becoming a friend. 
the first call that God calls disciple is servant. So it is interchangeable. That is why I'm using this word because specifically the Holy Spirit told me not to use the word servant at this point and use the word disciple. Disciple equals servant. Disciple is a follower of the Lord Jesus Christ. The servant is called to follow his master, to become like his master and to attain that position. And as he grows, he becomes a friend of God. He doesn't cease to being his servant. He doesn't cease from being his servant. He continues to serve him, but he becomes his friend. Abraham was God's servant, but he was God's friend. It's like a son who is a son at the same time who is in charge of dad's business. He's under his dad. He's his employee, servant. But at the same time, very different from the rest of the servants that are there. That's how it is. When it comes to serving God and being his friend. Being someone, having the privilege of serving a king is a big privilege. A person who carries the news for the king is a big privilege. He carries the king's news and he goes to the town or the city and he goes and he announces it. Everybody stands up for the man because he comes from the king. Huge honor. Now, when that person is the king's son, it's a whole different level. When the person is the king's friend, it's a whole different level. You know the call of God when it comes to his people? He calls us to say goodbye or to say farewell once and for all to Egypt to the things of this world to leave everything that is not of God behind and then to follow Jesus Christ to where he called us to go. Jesus, the Lord of heaven and earth. He says this. He gives the instruction. He says this. Launch out into the deep. Peter. There. Let down your nets. For a catch. That means you're going to catch fish. Where? Into the deep. When? When you let down your nets. In this month of August, the Spirit of the Lord says, you have no clue of all the things that God has for you. You have no clue the call that God has upon your life. You've no clue 
as to what God wants to give to you. But when he comes and tells you, when God comes and tells you to do something, don't say, I will do it another day. Not now, Lord, I am so tired. Remember, the Shilamite woman, who longed so much for the king, who loved the king so much, who waited for the king, but when the king came at that time, she didn't want to get up and go. She said, oh, I already laid down in the bed. And, and then when she got up and went and opened the door, the king was gone. There are many people who are in the grave today, died with desires that were from God, never became partakers of it. Many Christians, many believers, many people God called. But they never responded to the call of God or partially did and thereby lost everything. Don't let another human being stop you from the call that God has for you. Don't let the devil stop you from inheriting the call that God has for you. Don't let yourself stop you from inheriting the call of God that God has for you. Your own excuses will be your snare. Your own excuses will be your snare. Peter said, Lord, this is my problem, but I'm not going to let that stop me from getting what you have. I'm not going to cause that to take me home empty. I'm going to go home with my boat full. And so, even though I'm tired, I'm going to go and let down the net. God is speaking to our hearts at this hour. What has God called you to do? Someone here, the Holy Spirit is showing me, saying, well, I don't know what God wants me to do. If I know what he wants me to do, I will do it. He has not told me. I don't know what God wants me to do. And this is where yesterday's message comes to play. You want to know what God wants you to do? Do you want to know what God has called you for? Then pay attention to what God is doing now. You see the burning bush? Draw near. Draw near to God and he will draw near to you. When God is telling you to do something, do that very first thing he's telling you to do faithfully. Within that will be the great prize. The call of God. Within that will be the great call of God. What God is calling you to do now, simply do it. Simply do it. You'll never know where the path will lead you to. It's always to glory. Shall we close our eyes and look to the Lord? Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. When you're lost and full of sorrow And it looks like no tomorrow 
every pain his hand will heal. His love is what you'll feel. His name is Jesus. He came to save us from all our sins. And he has called us into his path of holiness. Before God can do his greater work, a deeper work inside of you. He's calling you to do something. Turn and look. Turn and look at what God is showing right now. Respond to that. Respond to what the Spirit of the Lord is doing in your life. Respond to what the Spirit of the Lord is speaking to you at this hour. Give priority priority to what you need to give priority to. God is speaking at this hour. Lay aside everything. Lay aside everything. Lay aside everything that keeps you from drawing. Near to the Lord of Lords, lay aside everything, lay aside everything, lay aside everything that keeps you from drawing. Near to the Lord of Lords, lay aside, lay aside, lay aside everything, lay aside everything, put away every excuse because you will be the loser. If you entertain excuses, Satan will continue to rob everything out of your life until you have nothing left in your hands. It'll be too late. God is speaking at this hour. God is speaking to your hearts at this hour. When God calls you to do something, do it without delaying. Do it without delaying. Do it without delay. Thank you, Holy Spirit. In this month of August, God has something glorious. Hidden treasures. Hidden treasures. Hidden treasures, hallelujah. Hidden treasures, hallelujah. If these hidden treasures need to be revealed to you, discovered by you, you need to be where the hidden treasures are. Hidden treasures that God has. You need to respond to what God is calling you to do at this hour. Put him first. If he's telling you to do something, it is for you to benefit from what he's telling you to do. Because even the first call carries great benefits. Even the first call carries untold riches. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Take some time in the presence of God. Give yourself over to what God has called you to do and is calling you to do. Hallelujah.
Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Father, thank you, Lord, for this night of blessings. Thank you for your glorious word that you have given to us. Here's something thought out and planned out for your people. Untold riches you have. And you're calling your people to inherit those untold riches. You're standing, then you're calling. As a mother hen would call to gather her baby. Checks her young ones under her wings to protect her, to provide for her. All the little ones to provide for them. You are standing and you're calling. Each one of you are children here. To inherit the blessed things that you have for them. You're standing with loads of blessed things to give to each one in a unique package you have. You're telling your people, are you willing to inconvenience yourself to get your blessings? Are you willing to get past what you're seeing in order to get what God has for you by believing in what he's saying? Because he says, if you launch out into the deep and let down your net, you're going to catch many fish here. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Launch out into the deep. Launch out into the deep. Take time to do what God wants you to do. If you're too caught up with the things of this world, you will end up like many of the Christians, many of those who are in the grave. With God's call written over them, but they never inherited it. All those who died in the wilderness all died with a promise in their hands, never got it fulfilled because they never did what they had to do with it. Jesus is calling you. Jesus is calling you. Jesus is calling you. Hallelujah. God wants to bless you. In this month of August, God wants to bless you in a significant way. This month is a month where you'll see springs of water which will bubble up and come as a mighty river. But this is the beginning of the springs of water, which you'll see, which will gush forth as a mighty river. How do you value it? How much do you value it? Do you value it? 
if you value it, what are you going to do to inherit it? Are you driven to doing the will of God? Hallelujah. Take some time in the presence of God. See what you want. And if you want what God is speaking, then do what you should do. Put God first in your life. Truly put Him first in your life. Truly do what God is telling you to do. Truly. Truly. Hallelujah. Then you will inherit everything that God has for you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Give them more. Give them more. Give them more to Jesus. Shattered dreams, wounded hearts, broken toys. Give them more. Give them more. Give them more to Jesus. And he will turn your sorrows into joy. Give them all, give them all, give them all to Jesus. Shattered dreams, wounded hearts, broken toys. Give them all, give them all, give them all to Jesus. And he will turn your sorrows into joy. Give them all to Jesus, lay them down. He will turn your sorrows. He will turn your sorrows. He will turn your sorrows into joy. Your sorrows shall be turned into joy. Your weeping into dancing when when you launch out into the deep with Jesus and let down your net right before Jesus, then he will do the miracle. He will do the miracle. He will do the miracle. Hallelujah. 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 Thank you, Jesus. Don't be like the rich young ruler. Don't be like the rich nobleman. Don't be like those who came to Jesus and said, Lord, I will do anything for you. Lord, I'm your disciple. Lord, I want to do this. But when he tells you to do something, you go away sorrowful, full of excuses. The Spirit of the Lord says your excuses will become your snare. It is your snare. It's keeping you from your blessing. Hallelujah. 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 If you truly believe that he will give you that big catch, that big catch, then you will go. Even if your body hurts, you will go. Even if you're tired from toiling all night, you will still go. 
call of God is not for the unbelieving, but it's for those who believe in the word of God. When God called Peter, he saw faith in him. When the Lord called Moses, he saw faith in him. Jesus said this, when the Son of Man returns, will he find faith? Will he find faith? God is looking at your hearts this night. Is he finding faith? Without faith, it's impossible to please God. For he who comes to God must believe that is the prerequisite. He who comes to God must believe that he is. And he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. Thank you, Jesus. Let the Spirit of the Lord continue to speak to your hearts. As you surrender this month of August into the nail pierced hands of the Lord Jesus Christ. And have him take you by your right hand and lead you into each and every single day. You cannot walk with him in disobedience. How can two walk together unless they agree? You cannot hold his hands and walk somewhere else. If you say you're walking with him, you must be living an obedient life. Let today be the day where the shift takes place deep inside of you. Let today be the day where the resolve becomes deeper and all the more stronger. Where you solidify your commitment with God Almighty like never before. Did you make him your priority? That he may become your everything. Thank you, Jesus. Father, I pray your blessing upon your people at this hour. As we commit this month of August into your hands. And as we ask you to bless us as a church. And I bring this body of believers, your people, belong to this church into your hands, O Lord. You know, each one here, that I ask you, Lord, that you will touch them. Their hands may bless them. That this word that you have released upon this church may become theirs by the obedience to the word of the Lord God Almighty. I come against all the forces of darkness and every demonic spirit that is warring against the hearts, minds, and bodies of your people. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, I curse the works of darkness in Jesus' name. Every evil spirit that is trying to destroy the plan of God in the lives of your people, I bind those in Jesus' name. Take victory in Jesus' name. Lord, I pray that every brother, every sister, every child who's hearing the voice of the Holy Spirit at this hour may become a doer of what you've spoken, Father. That every form of spiritual laziness be put to death. 
in Jesus' name. Every form of spiritual pride be put to death in Jesus' name. That every uncleanness may be removed from the lives of your people in Jesus' name. Truth may be found in the inward parts of your people in Jesus' name. That your people, O Lord, may be people of prayer, people of purpose, people of power. Filled with the love of Jesus. Carrying the truth of the cross of Christ in their hands. That they may resist the evil one and defeat him every single time, bringing glory and honor to the one who gave himself for us. That we may be people that you will feel honored. To take our names upon your lips, O Lord. By our faithfulness. By our humility. By our love. By the nature of Christ. May we be trustworthy people. the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. That our names be heard in heaven. Every time God will want to do something important. He will be able to trust us. Call us. To do his perfect will. With this blessing. I bless your people with this night. This month be a month of drawing nearer to the living God. This month be a month. Of greater glory. To the most high God. This month be a month. Of rejection of everything that is false. And embracing the truth of Jesus Christ. This month may be a month where Egypt is put away from the hearts of your people once and for all. For this I ask in Jesus' name and I thank you for doing this. In Jesus' most precious name I pray. Amen. Amen. Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. May the Lord bless us and keep us. May the Lord cause his face to shine upon us and be gracious to us. May the Lord lift up his countenance upon us and bless us with his peace. May the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ, may the love of God the Father and the sweet fellowship of his Holy Spirit Rest and remain with us all now, not until we see Jesus 
face to face. Amen. Amen. Jesus.